Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the podcast where this guy is reading the book and he tells you what he thinks about the things that he's reading in this book. It's a little ditty. It's a little ditty about the dictionary. Come listen to this podcast called the dictionary. Uh, okay, so let's read the words in this episode. The first one, have fun spelling this. It is Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease. You can spell it capital C-R-E-U-T-Z-F-E-L-D-T hyphen capital J-A-K-O-B Second word is disease. And you can also take off the T in Kreutzfeldt if you want. What is it? It is a noun from 1963. A rare progressive fatal encephalopathy. Encephalop... I know how to say it. I don't know if it's coming out right. A rare progressive fatal encephalopathy. (laughs) <laughs> encephalopathy caused by a prion and marked by development of porous brain tissue, premature dementia in middle age, and gradual loss of muscular coordination. Wow. Let's see. So it's rare. It is fatal. It's a thing that my mouth won't say. Uh, caused by a prion. P-R-I-O-N, not sure what that is, Um, and you can, let's see, there's porous brain tissue, how can they tell if it's porous or not? Uh, Premature dementia in middle age, so that would be a symptom, because usually dementia happens in old age, and then also gradual loss of muscular coordination, this sounds pretty terrible, Uh, it is from Hans G. Kreutzfeldt, who was a German psychiatrist in uh, who died in 1964, and then also Alphonse M. Jacob, who was also a German psychiatrist who died in 1931. Hmm. So they must have been the ones who uh, got to name this thing, this this uh, condition, this disease. Uh, didn't have a name before that, so they must have named it before this guy. Died. Well, it says 1963. I'm not sure the the timing on that. Anyway, they got to name it, and it sounds pretty terrible. That's, that's all I know about that. Maybe uh, we can put a Wikipedia link or something to get more information. Maybe there's a whole website devoted to this disease. Uh, sound effect. Uh, it's going to be... It's not supposed to be a cat purring. No, that's even more cat purring. I don't know what it is. It's something... Okay, the next word is Krevali, C-R-E-V-A-L-L-E, noun from 1879, any of several Karangid fishes, especially the synonym Jack Krevali, or is it Krevali? Maybe it's Krevali. And then the genus name is Karanks, C-A-R-A-N-X, Karanks. Uh, yeah, it just says it's an alternative of Kavala. Next word is crevasse. C-R-E-V-A-S-S-E. Noun from 1813. 
One, a breach in a levy. That would be the thing that they got to help uh, help with floods. Um, if a city like New Orleans is below sea level, they have to have levees around to keep the water out. So when it breaches, you sometimes call that a crevasse. Uh, number two, though, I think is the one that we think of more so. A deep crevice or fissure, as in a glacier or the earth. So yeah, in a glacier that could be just a giant, like a canyon, like a crevice, you call it a crevasse. Also just in, in the earth, in the rock, there could be a crevasse. See, I was kind of going for like a helicopter sound, but no, that's more like a... No, 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 no. This is not working. Uh, okay, next word, crevice. We got crevasse, and then we got crevice. They're right next to each other. Noun from the 14th century, a narrow opening resulting from a split or crack, as in a cliff. And the synonym is fissure. This is from Anglo-French crevere, which means to break. Also from Latin crepare, which means to crack. So if a thing has broken or cracked, it has a, a fissure in it, you can call that, it's, it's got a, it's a crevice, it's a crevice. All right, all right, brain and mouth work together this time. No, no, <laughs> this is the worst. Okay, we're just gonna do that. Next word, it is the word crew, C-R-E-W, first form. This is the chiefly British past form of crow. So you mean like a crow, when they make their sound, they crow, the past form is crew? That that crow crude. Hmm. Okay. Next word is the second form of crew. Noun from the 15th century. Number one is archaic. A band or force of armed men. Or just armed people. 2A. A group of people associated together in a common activity or by common traits or interests. To be, the synonym is the 1B2 definition for the word gang. It's a gang of people, a crew of people. Uh, 3A, a company of people working on one job or under one foreman or operating a machine. It's uh, lots, of, lots of possibilities there. They got one job or they're under one foreman or they're all operating a machine. Like a, like a crew of people fixing a street. 3B. The whole company belonging to a ship, sometimes including the officers and master. And then also, one who assists the skipper of a sailboat. Yeah, I feel like I've heard when people are going to go sailing, let's go crew the boat, be the crew, do that thing. 3C. The persons who have duties on an aircraft in flight. They are the flight crew. Thank you, flight crew people, for serving us, first of all. Thank you for drinks and food, taking care of us, bringing us pillows and blankets, and keeping us safe. Uh, 3D. The rowers and coxswain of a racing shell. 
Also, just the synonym rowing. I think usually you hear rowing crew, but I guess you could also just say rowing. Crewless is an adjective. When there's no crew on a plane, how does it go anywhere? There's no, there's no pilot. There's no people serving mimosas. The, that plane is crewless. Uh, this is from Middle English crew, also from Middle French. It means reinforcement. Uh, also just literally means increase. So if you're increasing, uh, like num- number one, the archaic one, it is a band or force of armed men. They are the reinforcements. But if you are increasing the reinforcements, that's more literally what it means. Um, let's see, also from Anglo-French verb cloistre. Oh, didn't we have that uh, yesterday somewhere? I think we did. Uh, cloistre, which means to grow. I think maybe we had that for crescent or something. Um, and, oh yeah, here, from Latin, crescere, and there's more at the word crescent. Crescent and crew, related etymologically. They're, what would you call that? Are they siblings? Are they cousins? Depends on how deep you want to go. Next word, third form of crew, verb, from 1935. To act as a member of a crew. That was intransitive, and the transitive says, to serve as a crew member on. On what? A ship or an aircraft. See, I'm doing a, I'm doing a much a very quick flutter of the tongue, but I want to do something slower. No, that's not it. Nope, we're just not going to worry about it. Next is crew chief. Two words, noun from 1926. One who is in charge of a crew of workers, especially a non-commissioned officer, as in the Air Force, who supervises an airplane's ground crew. Uh, They need to be managed, so the crew chief does that. Next word is crew cut. Two words, noun from 1942. A very short haircut, usually for men or boys, in which the hair resembles the bristle surface of a brush. Uh, what? It resembles the bristle surface of a brush. So why is it called a crew cut? Is it because it they all the people, they get the crew cut because they're part of a crew? They all have the same haircut. It's the cut of the crew. Is that it? Or is the brush a thing that the crew uses to clean things, like cre- clean the, the poop deck on a sailboat? Um, so that, it's the cut, uh, is that what it is? It, uh, it doesn't say, there's no etymology. Um, another name for this is buzz cut. I went and looked back and, uh, the, the synonym for buzz cut just took us here to crew cut. Um, I, I always used the phrase buzz cut when I was a kid because I had one. I had a buzz cut for years. Let's see, probably, s- I'm trying to think of how old I was when I first got it. Maybe fifth grade, fourth grade, uh, up until maybe sixth sixth grade. Wait, no. Had to have been longer than that. Was it? I don't know. Uh, I did go back to it, actually. After, um, probably after 
senior year of high school, I went back to a buzz cut and I had that for quite a while. I did it myself, actually, for most of those years. I, had a, I got some clippers, just would buzz it, buzz it in my bathroom every month and uh, yeah, saved a bunch of money. Okay. Next word is cruel. It's not the mean cruel. It is C-R-E-W-E-L. Noun from the 15th century. One, slackly twisted worsted yarn used for embroidery. Lots of adjectives for that kind of yarn. Slackly and an adverb. Slackly twisted worsted. That's fun. Cruel. Number two, the synonym is cruel work, which is all one word. Fancy that. It is our next word, cruel work, noun from 1863. Embroidery work with cruel. Uh, Embroidery, which one is that? Is that when you're, you embroider something? (laughs) See, that's a silly joke. Uh, yeah, you're, if you're using this slackly twisted worsted yarn for embroidery and you're working it with it, you're, you're, you're doing cruel work. It's very cruel. Cruel and unusual work. Next is crew man. Now, we're not going to see crew woman. So, you know, you can just assume that this is for both. Both all, you know, all genders, non-gender, doesn't matter. Crew man Noun from circa 1927, a member of a crew. Crew person is probably better. Uh, Okay. Next is crewmate. Noun from 1938. That doesn't usually happen. Crewmate 1938. Just a, a fellow crewman is a crewmate. Like your friend, your buddy, your peer, your pal. We're crew people together, mate. Okay. Next is crew neck. Two words. Noun from 1939. One. A round, collarless neckline. Is that what I'm wearing right now? I think so. Most of my t-shirts are crew neck, I guess. Uh, Number two. This one is usually one word. It is a sweater with a crew neck. It's, it would just be a round collarless neckline. Uh, this is from the sweaters with this neckline worn by oarsmen. Those are the people who were working the oars of a boat. And so I guess they uh, typically would wear sweaters that have this neckline. I just, for some reason, think it's so funny that the neckline got its name because of the thing that they were wearing that already existed only because they just wore it in that situation of being a crew member did it have a different name before that was it just round neck i don't know it's just a funny context to me (sighs) next is crew sock two words noun from 1948 are these the socks that the crew people wear, it is a short, bulky, usually ribbed sock. And it doesn't say where it comes from, why it's called crew sock. So we'll never know.
All right, one more word. I guess that was a little bit more what I was going for. It is the first form of the word crib. This is our last one, if I didn't say it. C-R-I-B. Noun from before the 12th century. One, a man, a manger, manger, I know it, I know it, a manger for feeding animals. Two, an enclosure, especially of framework, as 2A, a stall for a stabled animal. 2B, a small child's bedstead with high enclosing, usually slatted sides. Would that just be, yeah, it's a crib. That's what it is. It's a small child's bedstead. Why does it have to say bedstead? Why can't it say bed? I don't know. But yes, high enclosing, usually slatted sides, so they can't climb out or sneak through. You want to make sure those slatted sides are relatively close together so they can't squeeze anything out like their head or arm and get stuck. To see any of various devices resembling a crate or framework in structure. 2D, a building for storage, and the synonym is the word bin. Go put the things in that bin. I also want to say crib. No, I don't don't call those things cribs, just bins. 3A, a small narrow room or dwelling, and the synonyms are hut and shack. A small narrow room, narrow room. 3B, a room or shack used for prostitution. Didn't see that coming. Um, in the, hmm, interesting. Wonder what, like where, just any old room or shack? Why do they call it a crib? Maybe we'll look at the etymology and see if it helps. Four, the cards discarded in cribbage for the dealer to use in scoring. And uh, this must be, it's cribbage, just probably got shortened to crib, I guess. It's not like the, it's not like the, uh, the discard pile, it's just called the crib. For A, a small, oh, a small theft, it's called a crib. 5B, the synonym is plagiarism. Oh, is that why they call it a crib sheet? Because you use it to well, sometimes it's allowed, but you use it to cheat from. Hmm, a small theft to a plagiarism. Okay. Uh, 5A, a literal translation, especially the number three definition for the word pony. Now, I need more context. Can't wait to get to pony to learn about that. A literal translation, a crib. 5D, a summary and key. To understanding a literary work. Hmm. I don't know about that one either. But all you writers, you probably know. 5E. Something used. Oh, here it is. Something used for cheating in an examination. Yeah, crib sheet. I don't don't think that that was something that uh, people of my age used. I think I heard it from older people, like my parents. I, I feel like that's more of a, from their generation... They would say crib sheet. Every once in a while, I guess people of my age probably say it. 
Uh, and then the last one, number six, it is the number one definition for the word. Uh, let's see if I can find out how to pronounce it. Is it kresh? I think it's kresh. Uh, yes, kresh or kresh, spelled C-R-E-C-H-E with an accent on the first E. Okay, the etymology for crib. Um, Old English crib with two Bs, akin to the Old High German krippa, which is manger, and perhaps to the Greek word griphos, which means reed basket. So all of those things make me think of just a a crib for a baby. Um, So it's not being very helpful for, you know, a hut, a shack, a room, um, cribbage, cheating, all that stuff. It's, it's not helpful. It's just the English language evolving in ways that you can't predict and maybe sometimes you can't figure out how or why it happened. Okay, the words in this episode were Kreutzfeldt Jakob disease, Krivali, crevasse, crevice, crew, 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 crew chief, crew cut, cruel, cruel work, crew man, crew mate, crew neck, crew sock, and crib. Um, well, I don't remember if I picked Buzzcut for that episode, but I think I'm just going to go ahead and pick crew cut as the word of the episode because that is a haircut that I have had for many years of my life. So it's, you know, it's very important to me. I love the crew cut on my head because it was easy. I could just buzz it by myself and it was great. And fuzzy, like a brush. I should have charged people to just, you know, people like to run their hands across your freshly buzzed hair. And that that was, people like that. I don't know. It felt like, it felt like velvet. What is this, velvet? Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, we recently watched the, the biopic uh, about uh, Aretha Franklin called Respect, starring Jennifer Hudson. She is pretty damn talented and that's that's an understatement uh so yeah that was fun to watch learned a lot about aretha franklin not not a kids movie but uh yeah it's worth a watch hmm anything else i think i'm probably forgetting some other things that we've been watching but uh there's so much there's so much i can't keep track i can't keep up with all of it it's just can you people just stop making things for like a year so i can get semi caught up I'm still, I'm still trying to watch things from before I was born. Jeez, that was like a whole 80 years of stuff. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening to me, Yammeron. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. <laughs>